I'm super excited to be talking to you right now. For my regular listeners, you know my name already. And for the new ones, my name is Olajide Ifeodua. Today, I have with me in the studio doctor and scientist Mrs. Bankale. They are our guests for this special edition of our question and answer section. In the next few days, the marriage of our guest will be 10 years. That is a huge one. I celebrate them. 10 years, no be beans. 10 years, no be moi moi. And we are super excited and glad for them should i tell you something our guests are very funny <laughs> i had an amazing time recording with them and i'm sure you're going to enjoy every part of this question answer section you know what to do just relax with your chilled zobo or forever life and your popcorn and we'll be right back in the next few seconds join us Okay, dear listeners, um, with pleasure in my heart, I want to welcome our guest, Doctor and Scientist Mrs. Bankoli. Please, can you say hi to our listeners? Hello. Hello, listeners. Good afternoon. Hello, listeners. Good afternoon. <laughs> okay, then I'm happy to inform you that um, in the next few days, our guests will have been married for a good 10 years. It's a whole lot, right? I know. <laughs> okay, so we just start right away. So the first question is going to um, scientist Mrs. Bankoli. Ladies first. So what role does laying a good foundation play in marriage? And how did you lay us? Wow. Well, let me start by saying uh, marriage, uh, the foundation for our marriage was, um, was built on God. And it's still, I will not say it was. The foundation is um, God. Um, we need our foundation on God. Mm. Then I'll say love mm. and trust. Mm. Wow, beautiful love and trust. Good component. Okay, sir. So how did you lay your foundation and what is the importance of a good foundation in marriage? All right, thank you. For, um, the truth of the matter is like, um, well, we will always have to refer to the scriptures. It says, if the foundation be faulty, what can the righteous do? The truth of the matter is, as far as uh, marriage relationship is concerned, the place of a good foundation cannot be overemphasized. The, the truth of the matter is, once the foundation is faulty, there is no, nothing good. No matter how much effort you put to it, there, you won't be able to build anything good on it. It's as pivotal and key as that. For us, I think God helped us. Um, we were able to put some things in place early enough. Well, maybe not so deliberately, but because of how we were raised and our work with God, we we were both people or individuals who loved God, and that was always our pursuit. So as it were, everything we ended up building on it was uh, revolved around the centerpiece, which has always been God and is still God. So I think the place of good foundation make uh, laying is very important, and for us. God was there, and that was that was it. Wow, that's beautiful. So God should be the center of our marriage and the beginning. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma. 
Okay, sis. Um, what would you say to a sister who is caught up between two men she loves, but then she reaches a point where she doesn't know which one to, to pick, and she's thinking of using um their financial status as a tiebreaker? What would you say to her? We know that money is important. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> money makes love sweet. <laughs> so, what would you say to her sister? All right. Um, I won't say money is not important, but the most important thing is um, um what will I call it? Well, let me say money is important one, but we should not. She should not build or she should not depend on. She should not go with the man that has money. What if something happened to, to him, and it doesn't have? As was all built on marriage. Both of us were in school when we. I mean, it was not built on money. Both of us were still in school, and now there was no money then. But now at least it's money. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think they should look at the present state, okay. or she should look at the present state. Money will come, and um, well, I believe. Uh, let me say something. I said, um, there is ladies. We believe ladies. We have thought high, mm. so for a lady with a third eye that is not blind, mm. should not go with. A guy that you think that oh, this guy is rich today, let me just go with him. Okay. She should use her third eye to judge. Okay. Dr. Bankley wants to say something. Uh, well, I think my take on that is you know, just um, humorously, I stumbled on a write up yesterday of someone who said that if guys, uh, you tell them, you ask for their spec, and they will tell you uh, somebody with bomb bomb calls and all that. And she now asks, why won't ladies also be uh, allowed? To make their choices on the person that has more money and all that mm -hmm. you know just something along what you just raised mm -hmm. i think um, the place of money cannot be you can't just jettison it like it's not there but it's very important for ladies to know that money in marriage while it plays a good part should not be a a condition from my understanding of the fact that over time table stone, I've seen very wealthy people today who tomorrow end up being paupers. And I've seen people who had very humble beginnings and over the night. So if you are going to judge by the instant, by what the person has at the time, one could be making a big mistake. So while I would say money is very important, I think a lady should rather train herself to be able to know where the money is going to be tomorrow mm. and not necessarily mm. now. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you, sir. So, sir, the next question is going to you. Um, what should a man of marriageable age regard most? You know, we have some people, probably because of their family or because of the post they hold in church, they may be um, mandated to look more at the spiritual part of the lady that they want to marry. But whereas this particular brother probably likes women on trousers, loves jewelry, the makeup and stuff. So, which should he regard most? Uh, well, for me, I do not think that humans are so compartmentalized into spirituality, physicality, and all that. We are um, a whole, uh, a whole bunch of human, as it were. That I do, it's difficult for me to talk about spirituality and separate that from the physical uh, nature of the person. But I quite understand what you're saying. Okay. I would rather say, I would not want to uh, emphasize on one than the other because I've seen relationships, marriages that have failed 
because it's skewed towards one than the other. For me, well, physical thing is important and spirituality too. For me, I would say a good blend hmm. of the two, a good balance <laughs> of the two. Well, can we still find such? <laughs> Why not? In, in fact, do you know, I don't believe it, it's, it's very likely that a person that is actually spiritual in the real sense of it is going to be fashionable. God is beautiful, is fashionable. In all he does, we've seen him as a beautiful God. So if one is actually, well, I understand our various backgrounds. There are people that are not so tidy, so flashy as it were. But I think on the average, a, a, a spiritual person is likely to be neat, to be clean and dress well. You understand? We should not be excessive in... I've seen a lot of spirituality and marriage no work, oh, you understand? True. So I think it's a balance of the two. I would not, not ever suggest uh, a skewed thing of maybe spirituality or the physical mm. thing. It's, it has to be a blend of the two. Mm. We have to balance well. Balance. Thank you, well. sir. So there must be a balance for that. Okay, Mrs. Bankole. People usually say that the first five years are the most tempting, the most difficult for couples. Um, is that so? And if that's the case, how did you manage to get through yours? All right. Um, well, I'm hearing this for the first time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time of hearing. Oh, first five okay. years is always well. Uh, well, I'll start by saying um, we dated for seven years. Oh, we wow. were friends. Wow. So for us, it was just like we continued our friendship in marriage. So I don't know of first five years issue. I'm not really, mm. you know. Perhaps those that experience that probably there are those that uh, maybe date for few months before marriage. Maybe those that didn't really get to know each other before marriage. Maybe some I might date for seven, eight, ten years, but they might not know each other. Mm. But we dated seven years and we were friends. Mm. So, so there was not really difference when you married. Years, so except sex. Oh, <laughs> beautiful! Okay, thank you, ma. Okay, so, um, well, I must say something about um both of you. I really appreciate the level of friendship you both have. Thank you. <laughs> thank okay, you. so how did you manage to build and sustain that level of friendship? Because when I've heard people say that once kids, once um couple start having kids, mm. then the attention shifts from their partner to their children. And they start seeing that the marriage may begin to suffer. Mm. So what was the case in yours? How did you, what was the secret? Well, I think, well, I owe that largely to God and to my wife. Mm. To be candid, she brought out the plain kid in me. I grew up in a very conservative family. Mm. Both parents, lecturer, teacher, you know what it would be in Nigeria. Mm. And um, it's where we're very serious minded. So playing, playing was not the big thing. Just read, get good education, get employed by some multinational. That was a drive. But when we came on, like she said, in those years where we were preparing to get married, those seven years of uh, courtship, she helped me to come out of my shell. She, she brought out the child that place in me. It wasn't easy, you know, one of the formal everywhere. Mm. So she did that. It's I, I believe it's a lot of investment 
from R and we're now ripping it. Now I can play a lot too. Mm. So it, it has brought a lot of freshness mm. to the old game. Mm. Um, well, apart from that, too, it, it also has to be, especially in that kind of society and community, it has to be a deliberate thing. Mm. People look at you and make comments. People believe, for example, you are faking it when you are playing mm. outside. They believe yes. uh, they will That's be busy themselves inside. Though. Yes. You know, people. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, because they've That's seen true. that quite yes. well are, are around. So it takes a lot of gut for you to say that the environment you are, the community is not going to take off what you've chosen mm. to do. It's a lot of gut. It's a lot of uh, of uh, determination to keep. The, the the family fresh in terms of friendliness and all that so those are the things i can say well she did a lot she has helped me a lot and uh, importantly also we've decided to make it so and i believe it can be when there is a way so are you saying that the kids part you know that affects some others what role does that play? well well uh maybe luckily now in retrospect i can say luckily we did not have kids until like a little about, about three years after three we got married oh, oh. and while we were waiting those years it was a decision we made that we were sure we were going to have babies mm. we were sure from mm. scriptures we were settled mm. well, i didn't know i wasn't sure how soon actually mm. that was the only thing but what we decided to do was in those years of the two of us and that is why i like to say in interviews like this i will granted that people should make their priorities right we never had any reason. We were medical people. Mm-hmm. We, there was nothing medical. There was nothing social that suggested that we, we should not have children mm-hmm. the moment we got married. But it didn't come. Those years of waiting, I think it helped us in a way to bond more. Mm-hmm. I don't pray it happens to anybody else. I don't pray. <laughs> it's not a good experience. But in retrospect, mm-hmm. it helped us to get so much into ourselves that even when the kids came, mm-hmm. they just had to join the join play, the, the playground. Mm-hmm. You know, true. the number just increased. So <laughs> they're just true. like that's playmates true. to us. Mm-hmm. So I, they they didn't come as anything changing the dynamics as it were. Thank you very much. Sir. See, you want to say anything to that? No, no. Okay. Okay, so now concerning um settling um conflict, decide of course they always happen in marriage. Mm-hmm. So and we have um two classes of people, those that tackle issues as odds as maybe when it comes, they tackle it immediately. And those that maybe just continue to watch, I won't say anything. So which <laughs> which team are you on and which one is better actually? Well I'm on team mute. Oh really? <laughs> I'll call it to mute. Okay. Because one thing about me, when I'm angry or when when we have issues, okay. I don't talk. Okay. I I might if I want to try to express myself, it might lead I'm to and I, I might even cry. Okay. But I don't want to cry in front of him. I'll be like, oh. it forms a lot. <laughs> How will a big girl like me cry now? So most of the time when I'm angry, he knows I'll just keep mute. I won't say anything. Okay. If he's saying whatever, blah blah blah, I'll just keep quiet. Okay. I'll watch it. I won't say anything. So I'm on team. And I think it works. Okay. And it is working for okay. us. Okay. Because okay. I can't imagine him talking and, and you're talking talk back. Mm. And I don't know. Because mm. I've seen couples when the wife would talk, the husband would talk. Mm. The next thing is that's, that's true. goes. That's true. So 
I don't talk when we have issues. So okay. I'm on mute. Okay. <laughs> okay, sir, which one are you on? <laughs> okay, well, you mentioned something. Don't say okay. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> doesn't mute. Of course, of course, I'm not on that team, and I will never be, of course. Um, you you mentioned something that which one is better? Yes. I, I don't think there is any sort of thing as which one is better. It's okay. a question of what works. Okay. What works for this couple may not work, work for the for other. For us, what works, like she rightly mentioned, for me, I entered married with this uh, mindset of as they come, let's let's face it and mm. get it over with. Mm. But I found out over the time that it was not working. Mm. It is what I will have loved because mm. I don't want to give another 30 minutes or one hour of the two of us doing mm. somehow in the house. Mm. I wish we'll just talk about it and we'll move on. I tried it a few times those uh, years, mm. but it was never working. Mm. I will want her to talk. Mm. Let's talk. You did this. I talk know. to me. Let's <laughs> let's make it hot and cool down. Mm. The words that will come out could be very discouraging and have the propensity to even cause a lot mm. more harm oh, than yes. good. So that was what I want and I wished to work. Mm. But once it wasn't, I learned to be sensitive mm. and found out that for her, when we have issues like that, all you can do is just give her a little time mm. and in fact the way we resolve it could be very dramatic <laughs> and I, we've, it doesn't work for us you know this thing you did it mm. doesn't work she's a very I'm playful sorry. person <laughs> well, you know like she would rather come and say say uh, see, see his head okay. yeah. just something like that mm. just play around it mm. and it's over whatever mm. needed to be communicated will have been communicated mm. without the usual i've seen my own parents sit down uh, you know one no we don't do that <laughs> we just play over it like uh, one of those things and we'll move on and mm. it's that's helped so far wow thank you very much sir okay sis in your 10 years of marriage, what exactly would you say makes marriage work? Hmm. Well, first I'll say it's God. Okay. And um, <clears throat> it's God. It's God. Yes. Okay. Apart from a lot of people believe that once you're born again, your marriage will work. Yes, yes. You believe that also. But if you are born again, if you don't have Holy Spirit, your family will scatter. Mm -hmm. Yes, because something happened between both of us one day and for the first time in my life, you know, I'm on team mute. Okay. But we had an issue, you know, I was like, ah, why is it I'm always quiet? This guy will talk, I won't say anything. <laughs> Let me just Let talk, talk back. <laughs> but that day, he, he, he talked, I talked. I said some stupid things that mm -hmm. normally does not need to come out of me. Mm -hmm. But in my sudden, I just had within my spirit. To say you don't have to, to say keep quiet, you don't mm. have to talk. Mm. I felt, I knew it was Holy Spirit that calmed mm. me down. Mm. I almost cried. He was talking, I just kept quiet. So that day I knew that without the Holy Spirit in your own, no marriage, sir, no oh. marriage will work. God, Holy Spirit is major. You might be born again, mm. born again. Mm. But if you are not filled with Holy Spirit and you, you don't hear, we have a lot of people that are. They will tell you I'm born again, they will preach, but yet mm. they beat their wife. Mm. So I will say my own, that's my own thing. I don't have any other thing. It's mm. only spirit, my teacher. That's mm. all. What about love? Love is dead. Love. When you have Holy Spirit, every other that's thing. True. Will work. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay, sir. Well, while I understand 110% of what she said, I also mm. think we should bring some things to the fore too, mm. at least to help other people. 
One of them is uh, a good bedrock for a lasting relationship. I found out is a lot of sacrifice, sacrifice, and sacrifice. Sacrifice here not in terms of uh, giving money or something, but sacrificing your ego sometimes mm. just being able to this is me I, or a better word for it to be compromise mm. you know oftentimes that word is used in terms of negativity yes. yeah, don't compromise mm. but in my in relationship if i have a word to use mm. it has to be about shifting grounds all the time else you just find out you have two boxers yes. that would eventually go apart mm-hmm, sure. so it, it, it is a lot of compromise okay this is me this is how i was raised now to deal with this person i can't hold on to that every time mm. i say for me sure. when you talk i must i must shout back yeah. if it doesn't work for you you have to shift that mm. means there has to be a sacrifice mm. sometimes that could be painful and i believe that is why some marriages will not last mm. because sure. it could be painful for example she said i was talking and she had to keep quiet. It's a lot of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You need to be in that shoe. I'm not, I'm not, she knows I'm not the bullying type, mm-hmm. but sometimes you just, the money you want to just express. By the time she replies, it sounds like she's nagging. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So she's been able to understand that. And it's a lot, like I said, sacrifice, a lot of compromise, and importantly also understanding. I found out over time, there are a lot of generalization in terms of, um, Ah, that's how women do. That's how women. Yes. Eh, while I don't want to join that school of thought, I have also realized that maybe women have a tendency to behave, think, react in a certain way. And with that mindset, it prepares you. For example, for me, the logical me, when I when somebody puts when I put a call across to somebody and she doesn't pick. The thing that comes to my mind is, okay, probably she's busy. Maybe I'll, I'll make at least 10 excuses for that. Mm. Find out if you call my wife, if she calls and you don't pick, mm. that could be the beginning of a fight. You could be, I could be doing surgery for God's sake. I could be in theater. I could be exactly. seeing a patient. I could be with my boss. Mm. I, I, you understand? Yeah. Before it pains me because can't you think that? <laughs> but over time, I find out maybe it's just a way she's wired okay, yeah. i wouldn't take that i would still say sorry for not picking you mm-hmm. but even though i was busy mm-hmm. i don't think she's entitled to, to that anger yes, you understand true, true. so that is where understanding comes mm-hmm. co- comes in and a lot of trust mm-hmm. all these things that people talk about randomly they are there they are needed trust mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. sacrifice understanding mm-hmm. and all of that and importantly god mm-hmm. i found out there are some things i will not be able to help her to change mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I call sure. God and I see God work over mm-hmm. the two of us over the years, and every day we keep, we, we, are, uh, okay. we keep getting better. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Wow. Thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. Okay, ma'am. So who should be on the marriage wheels? Who should tear the affairs of the home? Oh, you want me to ask your husband? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sir. She wanted to help her out. Okay, let me let me help her out. Um. There's this misconception people get, maybe from misinterpreting the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, as saying that the husband is, is a head. head and all that. And um, with that, I've seen that coupled with the African culture of this male chauvinism, as it were, where the man kind of lords it over the wife mm-hmm. and the family and all. But one thing I think one should realize is the will of the family. If actually we believe in the Bible that says the two are one, 
Steering the wheel is not necessarily something that is the prerogative of one person at time or the other. Okay. I believe a couple get should get to know themselves, get to be into each other so much. It it gets so good sometimes that you can't even tell the difference. Tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the decisions we make, I can't even tell if it's mine mm -hmm. or us. Mm -hmm. It's just something that has evolved over time. Mm -hmm. You understand? I have also realized as a man that a lot of the decisions I try to make, I believe ladies generally are smarter than men. Mm -hmm. Sorry to say that, but mm -hmm. that's my observation. They they can see things we can't see. They are smarter in many ways. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think it is smart for a man to let the woman be part of the decision-making process. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, if you want to use the literary driving a car, it mm -hmm. has to be one person, but, where, mm -hmm. but it will be two hands anyway. Mm -hmm. I would rather make it look like on the wheel of the family, the two hands must be on the, the wheel. Wheels. And mm -hmm. one is the wife mm -hmm. and the other one the is the husband. husband. So mm -hmm. for, for a balanced family, one should we should just having lived together long enough mm. by now we there's a, this synchronicity mm. of thoughts we mm. don't have this idea mm. often a matter of just okay these are what you're thinking what of thinking this way mm. or that suggestion you just feel like oh that's exactly what we should do so it's i don't believe it's supposed to be left to either the man or the woman because the bible says male and female created he them thank you very much sir so in the spirit of that if yes. um there is a man who likes to take decisions alone without informing the wife mm. or even after discussing with his wife he ends up doing something else mm. what's your advice to that kind of wife or the husband sir? well let me man? talk let me talk to the man <laughs> let, me, let me talk to the man because from my own experience i i i all i can just pray for is that people get it right in terms of choosing the life partner Amen. to go with because it's important. I will then add that if one gets it right, mm. if it, if the man gets it right, then he doesn't have anything to to fear about um, who about um, um, we were talking about uh, who dominates and yes, uh, it, there is no point for a man to dominate anything. Mm -hmm. In fact, a wise man should learn to just relax. Mm -hmm. It will take a lot of stress. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. It will take a lot of stress and struggle mm -hmm. from a man if he learns to just allow the woman be the woman that she is. Mm -hmm. What is in a woman in a relationship is too much. Mm -hmm. I, I only wish that black men, African, or whoever gets to understand this, mm -hmm. your life will be will be hundred percent and more easier mm -hmm. if you just relax and let the the will move together. Let the woman uh, have a way, not in the sense of dominating things, but mm -hmm. working together. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, sir. Okay, sis, we are moving to you. Um, how do you correct in love without sounding proud or hurting your husband's ego? Well, how do I correct him? I correct him jokingly, actually. Okay. Now, for example, he's used to to um, poking the nose. Poking, poking the nose. At home only. <laughs> 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 
and most of the time, one, you know, if you want to do that, eh, you look around, there's nobody now you can. <laughs> but my husband will stand in front of you and he will be like, if I want to, more, I've, I, I always tell him, now that you are talking, you are at home, you are doing like this, mm. what if you go to CNN and somebody is interviewing you? Mm. I'll say jokingly. So most of the time, now that once he sees, if he's doing, once he sees my face, he will stop. stop it. So he knows. So most of the time, I don't really say you have to change like that. No, I say jokingly. Since we understand, I, I, I think there is one other way she corrects that exactly. works well. Okay. Um, probably it could be on a project or whatever, and she has this subtle way. I'll be thinking, okay, let's go X Y Z, and she wants to go A B C. She will allow you say everything you want to say. Your plan. Yeah, she will just add a mirror way that is I me I think or ask what if this once she says that hey, it resets my brain. I will have to pull down that she's communicating something. I've learned that she's not a pushful type. Um, she will just say it in such a subtle way, but I've learned to understand the unsaid words behind uh, our actions or talks. That I just respond to and it works for us. Thank you very much. I was just about to ask that from you, Susan. I'm, I'm shocked. I was just ask something like, what do you do if clearly the man wants to go, maybe he wants to take a decision, and clearly you know that that decision is a bad one? Yes. So do you allow him to take the decision or you just do something else okay, and then me, beg him later on? Let me cite an example. Something okay. happened. We were preparing for a program. Okay. That program. Um, it's called Okay. So I think it was 2000, 2020. Okay. Was it 2020 or 2019? So he he came and he was like, ah, we'll use this um, Adire okay. Kampala, okay. the uh, the fabric okay. that we're going to use Adire for dancers, actors, mm -hmm. and blah 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 blah. And I was like, okay. It just, you know, I was trying to, I, I told him, I said, why can't we get Ankara, okay. the cheap one, okay. and it's going to be enough for people. Everybody. And he was like, no, a lot of people said that. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I said, okay. But, you know, I was trying to caution him, okay. but he went his way. He went to buy Adria. the, no, not the Adria, he bought a fab, um, What's this fabric? White fabric. One fab fabric. Uh, there's one. Uh, I've forgotten the name of the fabric. So he gave the woman, and the woman worked on it. And when the direct came out, it was like he <clears throat> <laughs> felt so bad, and he, he had spent money a lot of. And he came and he was like, ah, if he, this thing did not come out well, and you said we should use a. Um, Ankara. Ankara. Maybe we should go to Ankara. Ankara. <laughs> you know what I'm So at the end of the day, you know, so I think that was the first time or the last time he did something like that. So if, if, just like what he said, if he wants to do something and I don't feel like this thing is that good, there's a way I just communicate and thank God. He has the spirit of God. He will just prove. Thank you so much. It's been a beautiful time with Dr. and Mrs. Bankole. So finally now before we go, do you have any advice for um to be couples and maybe those still single? What should they look for or look at 
before going into the marriage journey? Okay, well, maybe this will be my final word uh, for <laughs> for both the unmarried, the married, okay. and all. I think it's important that you know what to expect in marriage and set your mind towards that. For us, for example, we made a decision. It was I just two days ago we were talking about divorce and all all around, and it just dawned on me on us that I ne we never considered divorce as a possible option. It's it never it has never crossed my mind, and that comes from a a resolution from a determination to make the marriage work. I would advise anybody if you think the person you are going into marriage with is the right person. That won't be enough. You have to go determined that you're going to make it work. Marriage is work. It's a, it's a, it's a tough, tough to, to go, but then you must put in your best to make sure it works. You must have that determination and just make it work by all means. It's a lot of determination, a lot of guts, a lot of sacrifice, and above all, let God be there. He will help you through. Amen. Thank you so much, sir. Okay, since what's your advice <laughs> to others? Well, you said it all. Mm -hmm. You should make it, you should be determined. Mm -hmm. Major thing, you should be determined that this marriage is going to work. Mm -hmm. Then, God, mm -hmm. let God be major. Don't, don't, a lot of people go into marriages and they will say, God's will. I've seen God's will in quotes. People will say God's will. But mm -hmm. they are, the they will, will they yes. I've seen like four or five people around mm. us here. Mm. So please, God is, God's will is good, mm. but be determined to make it work. Mm. So. Thank you so much. Nice having you. I'm grateful. I will pray for you that your marriage will continue to work. Amen. And the love in your marriage will work stronger and stronger in Jesus' name. Amen. By God's grace, you're going to celebrate 20 years together. Amen. 30, 50, Amen. 100. Amen. You Amen. Jesus coming, guys. <laughs> Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. This love you give me so